Thank you for joining us. I'm Paul Wilson. And I'm Chris Hemke. And this is Diesel Performance Podcast. Guys, we got a, a true expert at being a podcast guest, one of our favorite all-time guests, Tony Burkhart from Dirty Hooker Diesel. Tony, how the hell are you? All right. If I can be an expert at something that's maybe doing podcasts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all have to be good at something. I, I, I have it on my, on my signature, on my email signature, pod, co, co-host. Professional pod, podcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what an expert is, don't you? No, no hit me. Uh, I just pronounce it out. So, expert. <laughs> Love it. Love it. That's Paul's new motto. <laughs> is that enough? I, I told you enough. Right? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got it. I think we got it. Oh, and, okay. and if you no. didn't, if you're listening to this and you didn't get it, ask your dad. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I just gotta tell you, it's it's dad jokes all the way. <laughs> um, all right, so Tony, uh, we got you back on the show today because we are wrapping up to UCC 2023 faster than Dude. I can even imagine. That's crazy. Um, God, let's start off with the basic questions: Is the truck ready? Are you ready to roll for UCC this year? Uh, we're actually uh, thinking about pulling it in the shop here today, maybe. Oh, okay. okay. Now, you guys, you, there's been one race for ODSS already this year, right? Rudy's? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so how did the Rudy's go for you? Uh, we struggled the whole time. I mean, we finished second place, but uh, we're kind of starting over with a, kind of a new truck. I mean, uh, we've changed a few things. Um Cubic inches, turbo size, and gearing and transmission. Oh, wow. Just a few things. Just a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even when you change one thing, it's like starting over with a new truck, right? Yeah. And so uh, we had, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough road because we went to Rudy's day early to do some testing, and, and we had one hit, and we had some issues that consumed us for the rest of the day. Uh, and then, so then we go into, uh, Friday and qualifiers. There was only two qualifiers and then go into the eliminations and we really didn't, maybe we made one pass down the track. I don't know, five, I don't know, five, three or something like that. We're just trying to learn learn the truck all over again and and uh uh you know ziggler he was hitting uh he was hitting 490s and uh so you know we made it into the final round up against ziggler and uh tyler again you know had two tenths of them at the tree but ziggler had a tenth of us down at the end so i mean we were close we were close but we we just have so many things we're ironing out so one of the things that kind of popped in my head, I've got a bunch of questions, by yeah. the way, but if memory serves me correctly, you guys came out Rudy's spring event 2022, guns blazing, set some records, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh, you know, it's a good question. <laughs> uh, I remember there being some social media posts. I thought that's where you guys hit the first 490, right? I thought, uh, something. Uh, I thought we, did, we did that at uh, UCC. 
Oh, at UCC. Okay. okay. There, there was something Rudy Spring event. Maybe it was just that it was the Duramax, you know, finally doing something good Tyler for once. First. Um, yep. But were, were you hoping to go into Rudy's this year with a better outcome, or did you guys know that you were going to have some challenges uh, ahead of you and it just it kind of was what it was? Oh, we knew, <clears throat> we knew we were going to have to. We knew we were going to have to battle it out a little bit. There's, okay. When you know, that's, a, that's the thing with the uh, pro classes. I mean, well, the, the pro 590, but uh, the other classes, it's, it's all out, right? You're going to, you got to, you got to have it all hanging out and making that truck go down the track. Any of the index classes, you know, that's not running the track or the truck to its full potential, potential, right? Right. So, you know, we're always constantly trying to go faster. If we were in index class, oh, we met our, we met it, right? We're, we're good. We're, we're there within a hundredth. We're good. You don't, you're not constantly wrenching, thinking, tuning, uh, the track conditions from track event to, you know, event to event don't change a whole lot, right? It might be a tenth of a second for some of those guys that make a little adjustments, but man, when you're trying to get it all, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a job. So the next thing, the next question that I, I have I got here, a few to unpack here, too, yeah. so yeah, go ahead. So, you know, you talk about putting it all on the line, right? I know you're competing at, you know, the highest level, right, pro and limited. Um, you had mentioned something, you know, about some of the changes in the engine. Last year, for the year of 2022, the displacement of the motor, was that was that a 6.6 liter at that point? Uh, that was, uh, it was like a 440. Okay. Uh, a cubic inch and we're at 460 now. Okay. That was my, that was my question. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. where I was going to. So changing up turbos as well. Uh, what'd you go from? What'd you go to? Uh, we went from like a 106 to a 110 precision. Okay. So you go up to displacement, go up in the charger, makes total sense. Um, what, what did you do on the gearing side of things? What was the thought process around that? Uh, we just it was too easy to uh it was too easy to to launch you know we just we had to slow it i don't know how you want to say it slowed it up speed it up we had to speed up the tires okay um yeah we we're gonna make it work a little harder on the launch which we're having to learn all that all over again because we're at the other end of the spectrum um so instead of being in the pulling arena where, you know, 456, 410, 411, whatever the pulling gear would be, you're now finding yourself lowering the gear set, right, to have a little bit more of a uh, an easier launch, right? You don't want to just rip the tires off off the line. You want to be able to kind of plant that power and progressively move forward. Yes. Okay. Yep. But that kills you. Kills your 60 foot, right? Of course. So you, that, yeah. So, and a 60 foot is everything in the game too that so, really is <laughs> and so now uh it's it's more complicated to get that 60 foot than an average person would think uh you know four or five years ago i would have laughed and said well that's you know 
I, I told you guys before, drag racing and all that's that's a walk in the park. Well, <laughs> uh, truck pulling's dumb. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, you get I'm those. I'm thinking back. I'm thinking back to, to like you said. I think five years ago we had you on the show, yeah. and you're like, "Yeah, no, this is my second time ever drag racing." And I'm <laughs> yeah. no, I, you think about it yeah. a lot. We've had guys that are very pro in in you know their. They're, they're very much inclined to the pulling, and it's like, yeah. oh, drag racing's dumb. Like, you know, what do you do? And then you go to the drag racers, and it's like, you ever sled pulled? It's like, no, you just yank the yank the sled through the Yeah, who dirt. wants to go 30 like, miles an hour? Yeah. I can say, not being great at both, right, <laughs> they each have their own forte, right? There are different strategies in being able to get a vehicle to launch. Now, in the diesel arena, right, a little different than, you know, um, a rear-wheel drive vehicle or an all-wheel drive car or any of these different things, right? There's all different tricks and tips on how to 60 foot but the general rule of thumb is is you want to race at a 60 foot yeah i was right? gonna say it's off the line it is I, I mean really if your truck stays together you should be able to exactly to run it down the track but that's that's only true at at mediocre entry level shit of that course. We, we're doing of course tony at your level what what's been your experience with that with like it sounds like the goal here was to not give up a lot of 60 foot time and just have a faster back half of the track is that is that about right was that kind of where you were trying to plan these adjustments out to be no we knew or i feel that we were at our limits with the first gear ratio that we had um and there's more successful people out there and i know what they're running for gears and um and mathematically, what we have in it right now should be the best, right? So uh, I'm working, you know, when you're working with Rosler and, well, Ryan Milliken, you know, we try to bump shoulders and, and uh, get some of his knowledge to rub off on us a little bit and, and uh, hang around the Firepunk boys and and invite Derek Rose to hang out with you on 4th of July. And, <laughs> and, right. A lot of goose and he gets his lips get loose. So, <laughs> so, and it's, it's great that all these people will help the best that they can. Right. Uh, Johnny and the boys, you know, we're always over there. What do you think? What do you think? And, and Johnny and the boys are like, fuck off. You are doing better, faster than we ever have. That took us 10 years, and you guys have done it in two, right? So I, uh, you mentioned someone like Johnny. I mean, I remember seeing his his truck back years back, like 2013, 2012 at, uh, at Shide. Right, and to see the renditions of him, you know, in, in, his, in the second-gen truck to now, you know, playing around in the pro mods, like – you got into this and like you guys came guns blazing, right? You, know, you came kind of out of nowhere in the drag racing scene, like, hey, we have you know some something to prove in the Duramax side, and yeah, you know, I, I'd say there's some chips on some shoulders. There's some guys that took years. I to think get it, to that. I think it just proves how easy drag racing is. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the technology. Johnny, Johnny's, Johnny's crew is awesome. Johnny's awesome. Yeah. It's, just, it's just it's just funny, you know, when we trying to go soak up some knowledge and and the. And the guys, you know, jokingly are, are telling us to fuck off. You know? <laughs> He's got like, a good sense like of we're humor. Rubbing it in their face, you know. <laughs> uh, hey, I just want no. some tips from the guy in second place. Uh, anything? <laughs> you, were my tail lights clean? I just wanted. To, I didn't want to walk behind the truck. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and Johnny's holding the record. Uh, I don't know how much longer because Justin's coming in hot, but uh, Johnny's holding two records, one in the pro street and one in the pro mod currently. So, uh, you know, those awesome, you know, great bunch of guys. I, it, it's enjoyable hanging out, you know, at the racetrack. Do you think it, it has been, do you think if you would have done drag racing for all those years and then gotten into sled pulling, you would have had a, like a steeper learning curve? Like, do you think it would have been harder to pick up than doing it the way you did it? Like going sled pulling for whatever, 20, a hundred years, whatever. Um, and then getting into, and getting into drag racing. You're like, well, I already know diesel, but like, you know how to make power, right? Like that, that's never really been a question out of a dirty hooker diesel truck. Right. Um, so is it more just kind of the team learning the truck and Tyler learning the truck as well? Tyler, Tyler, I just tell you, I just hold the steering wheel, right? He's <laughs> like, my only job, my only job is the tree, and you know, you assholes have to take care of the rest. But, uh, pretty good deal. <laughs> I'm just sitting there it's also, like it's pretty honest. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my head. No, I, Kids got it made. Yeah. No. Uh, Tell me he isn't spoiled, okay? <laughs> oh, uh, I hope my retirement years are good with these brats. But uh, anyways, uh, I probably, it would have, so if I was, let's reverse it and where I was in a drag racing starting out, and I have drag raced a little, very little, but, you know, since I was in high school, um, if, if I had was become very busy in the drag racing and then decided here five years ago to start taking truck pulling, it would have only taken a couple truck pulls and I would have said, fuck it. You guys, <laughs> there are, everyone thinks everyone's cheating and <laughs> you, it's horrible, right? I mean. When you go to the drag race and everyone is willing to help each other and friendly and, and it's a really good time. And it's a struggle going to truck poles kind of just because, you know. There's a culture I, difference for sure. There's sled, definitely sled a culture pole. difference. To walk up on somebody else's truck at a sled pole when the hood's up. Yeah, you're going to probably slapped. see that hood get shut yeah. real quick. No. Um, you, you have that out here. I mean, even in like, you know, our, you know, we'd probably do more like the work stock stuff, yeah. but there's also two, six, three, oh, whatever. But, you know, you'll get this, the, the local, local town hero, you know, he's done good at a couple pulls and you come in in a truck that they've never seen. You put five, 10 feet on them. All of a sudden you're an asshole. Yeah. And you cheated. Yeah. You, you cheated. Yeah. And I know you're cheating because. You beat me, and I'm cheating. So, it, okay, I'm not. I'm not going to get into the politics of that. But the instance that I am thinking about is exactly what happened, and I actually brought a class legal truck to that event. So, a hundred percent. I was the only one willing to pop the hood. I'll just say that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we've we, we've sponsored events too, where where our guys are doing the tech. And they come back to us and they're like, hey, this is one of our customers. We know what he has. We worked on this truck. Like, he's not even close to this class. Yeah. And we all just kind of look at each other and we're like, ah, it's sled pulling. It's a county fair yeah. sled pull. It's not like like a sanctioned, you, you know, like right. club pull. You're like, 
just fuck this guy. Let him get his let him get his twenty bucks and his fucking ribbon and go. <laughs> home. Like, it's just easier yeah. than fighting with him sometimes. And that that's something that I don't see when we go drag racing. Like around us, we have two big drag race days a year uh, yeah. at our local track. And that's where, like, everybody with a truck, I mean, never saw so many IDIs out together at one time running. Um, but everybody yeah. with a truck comes out. Yeah. And um, and honestly, I've never seen an argument or a dispute or, like, anything like that. And I think I, I get that same feedback as the classes go up higher, yeah. right, as you get into ODSS and things like that. Uh, Tony, I want to ask you, any thoughts on um, – Randy Cole and his organization coming back to drag racing. Do you think that's going to beef up drag racing across the country? We may be going to see some like club battles here, like ODSS and NHRDA. Yeah, NHRDA competitive. Well, there is going to be a uh, shootout in Texas this year. Oh. Oh, damn. Look at us behind on the news. Dude, I told you we need to get Randy on. <laughs> I know. You're not lying. Literally talked about it last week. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it's pretty cool to give the the guys over there on the west side of you know some events for them to go to and and to grow um you know to grow over there um it's, so i think it's it's going to help this i'm hoping it's going to help the sport it's uh we'll see some of the numbers down and i hope there's a lot of word of of a lot of new trucks coming out in the pro classes. We didn't see that at Rudy's, but usually uh, they say that the the first race is tough. Not many, you know, there's a lot of the new trucks that just aren't quite ready yet. So maybe we'll see a lot more come out at UCC. Uh, But yeah, having that the West versus East is, uh, It'll be cool. It gives them guys, uh, them guys, uh, some practice and you know, run their stuff. Um, we've always had an advantage in this area: Indiana, Illinois, maybe some Ohio and Wisconsin. Have always had a advantage at truck pulling. Um, you know. California, that area is way behind, you know, they're like five years behind us yeah. in truck pulling. Um, and I, I'm wondering if the drag racing isn't going to be a couple of years behind, you know, we'll see when we go to Texas. Right. And, right. uh, well, that, uh, that's something that I wanted to kind of touch on as you were, you know, going through that. I remember, you know, early on, you know, getting into the diesel stuff, you would open up a diesel world, open up uh, a diesel power mag, and a lot of the drag racing was NHRDA-based, and it was all, like, Texas, West Coast, right? It was all West Coast, West Coast, West Coast. Anytime you really saw something in the Midwest, it was more it was, it was more dirt, yeah. sled pull, that kind of thing. You know, there, there were drag racing events like your Shide and TS had theirs, and, you know, I remember back then it was all, like, mechanical-injected, 12 elf Cummins, Shied, Hazley style trucks. Wasn't there a group though that raced, like a club that raced, like a, like something equivalent to NHRDA that was out east, <clears throat> excuse me, before ODSS? I'm not sure. I thought ODSS was because NHRDA was no longer a thing. Yeah. We're going to have to ask some people about the timelines around that. But it's just, it, it's crazy to me to think, like, you know, Tony, to your point, like Midwest is very diesel rich. 
right? Like it's the Midwest is like, in my opinion, like the hub, right? And everything else is secondary to what the Midwest can offer with all some of the, the best shops in the country, you know, whether it's fabrication, tuners, you know, just everything and anything, you know, in between. Yeah. But it is cool to see, you know, we saw it with UCC bringing guys from Canada into the U.S., bringing guys from the West Coast, East Coast, South, all in one spot. But now having, you know, like you just mentioned, the NHRDA, ODSS kind of thing going on in Texas, it kind of brings the best of the best in a racing application to see, okay, well, you know, you have a fast truck, I have a fast truck. Let's see, you know, what your area has to offer in a sense. You yeah. Know? Yeah, well, well, I, I, I think we're, we're hitting on a big point here, which is the this is kind of – this is kind of the the driving idea behind UCC, right? Yeah. Is like let's get the biggest, baddest trucks in the country. I don't care what you're from. I don't care if you're a sled puller, if you're a if you're a dino queen, if you're you, you know a drag racer. Let's bring all the trucks out here. Let's see you go through a multi event competition, and let's see who can have the biggest swing and dick at the end. Tony, you guys rocked it last year. How do you feel about your chances this year? Um. We're going to just try and go do our best. <laughs> uh, What's a win for you this year? What does that look like? First or I last? Yeah. I, again, uh, Sunday afternoon, I'll let you know how we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So so one thing I noticed I last year was uh, – uh, you guys on the drag race day wanted to get through the UCC drag racing early, so that way you would have the rest of the day for ODSS. Is that is how's the schedule look like for you guys this year? Is that going to be your same strategy? I'm sure they're going to make it available for us. You know, get it to work for us. Um, you know, they're going to want to accommodate us running both again if you know that was a pretty good deal for us for the past two years i mean we yeah won, won the odss and won the uh drag racing drag racing portion of of it so so uh, the the field is changing too because ziegler question mark ziegler told us not not competing not competing um well odss yes but odss yeah, yes but not, not competing in ucc have you guys do you guys take some time to scope out your competitors for ucc or are you more focused on odss <clears throat> i don't know who all is for sure competing in ucc and i don't waste a bunch of time trying to figure out who is competing at UCC. Uh, I, we're just going to go do our best, right? Yeah. Now, for the ODSS, yeah, of course, I got some of those uh, numbers sitting in the back of my head and hoping that we can uh, do better. And, you know, I'd love to take the first place in the ODSS again but um there's guys stepping up right so uh the fast truck is going to be getting uh a good transmission in his truck so he should be back competitive because he's non-stop having training issues but he's got a good truck so and ziggler is you know he's got fire punk in his pocket i mean those boys are no joke and and uh 
that truck rocks too. So we just got to go do our best and hope it's enough, right? We can't can't get bogged down with uh, having them guys battle us and in they're in mentally battle us, right? We got to try to keep a clean thoughts and don't let something stupid slow us down. I like that. I like that. Keep the focus on the track. Yeah. You do that, everything control else will take care of control, itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like that. Man, it is it is shaping up to be a, a an exciting year uh for UCC. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And ODSS, I think we're gonna have some really, really interesting uh outcomes here. I can't remember the last year we didn't break a record, uh at right. least by July. So so I'm expecting to see that. I'm gonna be interested to see who pulls it off and it's what gonna be Tony, they of break. It's gonna be right, 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 right. Diesel, so right. Uh, I love it. Well, ODSS, you know, Maddie is just knocking it out. Uh, she's doing awesome. Uh, some of these guys, uh, you know, the uh, stainless is, you know, they did they did some records at uh, at the last race. You know, along with Maddie, you know, they it was it was a good watching them guys making some passes right yeah uh breaking records so you know we want to get up in that back in there breaking some more records i mean we're still holding the the quickest duramax but uh that's not enough for me yet so uh <laughs> you know Derek. i mean last year he knocked out some fast times with his truck uh Unfortunately, not in uh, Pro Street weight, you know, but for four-wheel drive, I mean, uh, his truck was rocking for four-wheel drive, Um, and he's done some work this winter and hoping that that's going to make him faster yet, you know. So, I mean, he'd do pretty good competing in the the Pro Mod class, but, uh, you know, he's... I don't know. We're trying to have fun, not get overheated, cut down on the sunburns, <laughs> and uh, taking more steak over to the fire punk tent because, uh, man, I tell you, in North Carolina, they, they grilled our uh, – Levon threw our steaks on his little uh, green egg there, and I've never, ever in my life had such good steak. <laughs> <laughs> So you travel across country to go race and eat steaks, is what it sounds like. Yeah, I'm I'm packing steaks. That's what I, mean. yeah. I might forget nitrous. I might forget diesel fuel, but I'm not gonna forget the steaks. <laughs> well, I can't think of any better way to end today's episode, Tony. Thank you so much for joining us today and carving out some time to talk with our listeners. We're excited to see you guys out at ODSS and the UCC event coming up here uh, first weekend of June. If anybody wants to follow along or get some DHD products, where can they find you? So, uh, multiple places, right? So, uh, dirtyhookerdiesel.com. We have um, most all of our stuff on there. We're going to have some new stuff at UCC. Uh, We will have a booth there. And uh, hopefully we got some girls there that guys can sign their chest. Boy, that was a big hit last year. That really was. Uh, we our booth was right next to yours. You yes. uh quite quite the commodity. Yes. Yep. Um 
And then, uh, I mean, if they want to call a shop, they can call a shop at 989-5-479-0444. Just about gave them my cell phone number. <laughs> of course, my cell phone number is plastered all over the place. So if someone needs help with something, they can call my cell phone. What a terrible idea to say on a podcast. Don't call fucking Tony Burkhardt's cell phone number. If you need help, fucking get call on Paul YouTube. Call Paul Wilson's cell phone number. Yeah, yeah, call my cell phone number. Let me look, <laughs> look it up. Um, get on YouTube. That, what are you doing? What are you? What are we doing? Right. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, I, I I take such pride and joy in helping guys. I watching. You know, we get on that Facebook, and there's guys that are struggling, and I just, you know, feel like Sunday night. I feel like I want to help the guy out, and I'll throw my phone number out there and give me a call, and I'll walk him through proper diagnosis. And there's so much garbage out there. I, yeah, that's true. Eighty percent, eighty percent, or ninety percent of the stuff that people will, they'll comment on a post, and and I just shake my head. I'm like, you have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Uh, but I don't want to put that on Facebook. I just here, if you want help, <laughs> if you want help, here's my phone number. You know, I feel like helping someone today. So, um, of course, that's my life, right? firefighter and ENT and and whatever you know foster kids and foreign exchange students everything I do I I just enjoy helping so yeah. better awesome. man than I don't fucking call my cell phone that's how we're gonna Jeez. end today's episode uh guys no for real though thank you so much for listening this has been Paul Wilson and Chris Hemke have a great day thanks for joining us today guys uh, this has been Paul Wilson and Chris Hemke make sure to like and subscribe and we'll talk to you again soon If I can be an expert at something that's maybe doing podcasts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>